Welcome to the Ready to Thrive podcast. My name is Jacqueline, and I don't know if you've ever felt like you are just surviving your life. I know I have, and that's why I created this space. I want to help you move from surviving to thriving. My goal is to help you get unstuck and actually enjoy your life. Each week, I'll be sharing practical tips and always point you to Jesus. So what are you waiting for? Let's get ready to thrive. Hi guys, welcome to Ready to Thrive. I am so excited to kick off this intro into Advent. And I don't know if you're familiar with the practice of Advent. Maybe you're like the chocolates, the calendar. Um, Well, Advent, according to Google, means the arrival of a notable person, thing, or event. And it is typically used to describe the season leading up to Christmas. So one of the ways this season has been observed in the church is to focus and reflect each week leading up to Christmas on the themes of hope, peace, joy, and love. And even though I grew up practicing Advent with my family by lighting a candle each week to represent these themes, and even though we light a candle each Sunday in December in church, I have to admit, I still have felt like I don't really know a ton about Advent. So last year, I began to dive into each theme a bit, and this year I'd like to do the same. My hope on the podcast is to talk about the upcoming week's theme, the Wednesday beforehand. So when this podcast drops, you'll have a few days to listen to um, the weekly theme and reflection before that Sunday approaches, because usually Advent is observed on the Sunday. So I will offer a short reflection on the theme, a verse or two, and a prayer. I'll aim to keep it short, but just a way to focus our hearts and minds on this theme with the overarching theme of anticipation and expectancy towards Christmas Day. So today's episode is a little longer as I wanted a little bit of Advent intro as well. So I'm starting with an intro to Advent and ending with this week's theme of hope. So if you want to join with me in celebrating Advent this year and you'd like to share this with your family, a great way to do this is to set up an Advent wreath. And if you Google this, you'll see that you can buy a pre-made actual Advent wreath with candle holders And I was a bit too cheap to do this last year, but I was delighted to find a really inexpensive wreath candle holder at Hobby Lobby, uh, and they even had um, Advent candles to go with it on sale. So I'm set this year, Um, and there is a little bit of discrepancy as to what color the candles should be, but to be honest, I don't think that really matters. So some people recommend blue, others red or purple, and there's usually one candle that is white to represent Christ. Um, And... Uh, side tip, make sure you are not lighting your wreath on fire. Okay, so that's going to be one of my priorities. Now, when I did a bit of research um, on its origins, apparently the modern Advent wreath originated in um, 1830. Sorry, in 1839, it was an initiative by a Protestant pastor in Germany. So he recognized how impatient the kids he taught were in anticipating Christmas, which I was like, that sounds like kids today. He made a ring of wood with 19 small red taper candles and four large white candles. And every morning, a small candle was lit and every Sunday they lit a large candle. Now, today we actually only 
generally observe Advent with about four candles. Sometimes I think people do five. Uh, for me, I have, I think I have three pink candles and a purple candle, uh, but I'll probably add a white candle to the middle of my wreath. And I'll probably post a picture on Instagram at some point just so you have an idea. Um, but again, this is this is symbolic, right? Getting it perfect is not the point. Um, the colors aren't the point. Um, and also the colors of the candles aren't the only discrepancy. There's also a discrepancy as to what the actual themes are. So if you Google Advent themes, you will be presented with a lot of different options. So rather than declaring one is right and one is wrong, I am simply going with the themes of hope, peace, joy, and love. And as Christmas Day is a Wednesday this year, which is usually when this podcast drops, um, I'm actually going to finish with a Christmas prayer a few days before that. So my hope is that these episodes will just give you a moment to breathe in this busy season and reflect on what an incredible gift Jesus is to us. Okay, so let's begin. Next Sunday is the first Sunday of Advent, and my hope is to sit down with my family and light the candle of hope. This year, as we celebrate Christmas, my oldest daughter is eight. But when she was three, I was really excited to celebrate Christmas with her. I knew this was the first year she would really get it. She would know that as we counted down each sleep, we would be one day closer to that magical Christmas morning where all of her toy dreams came true. And I wanted to make this day incredibly special. And I had the perfect gift in mind. So earlier that year, during the hype of all the neighborhood garage sales, I had come across this incredible wooden dollhouse on wheels. The man selling it had run out of steam on the project years earlier, and it was a beautiful blank canvas to let out all of my pent-up stay-at-home mom creative juices. And each night that fall, when I put her and her newborn sister to bed, I would creep downstairs, pull out my project, and this thing was totally bare bones when I got it. I began to sand it down, that I painted it, I glued actual carpet in one section, in another section I acquired, I can't remember how, but I'm sure some thievery in a Starbucks or something, I apologize, um, acquired a ton of wooden stir sticks that I glued onto some paper and I painted brown for this hardwood floor look, I measured and cut craft paper for decorative wallpaper, I hung a tiny chandelier. I worked hard on this project and I didn't mind. It was a labor of love and I can honestly say I have never been more excited to give a gift. I remember lying in bed on Christmas Eve and just buzzing with anticipation. As I laid there, I thought, oh, so this is what anticipation feels like. This must be how God felt to send his son he must have been so excited to give his kids this gift. And I love how God can take ordinary things from our day and use them to explain his deep love to our hearts. Well, that night I felt his deep love. I felt that anticipation of a parent's heart longing to give good gifts to their child. And the next day did not disappoint she ripped open that house and oohed and awed as she took in each of the details. And this week as we talk about hope, I think it's fitting that we talk about anticipation. Advent doesn't just refer to the anticipation of the Christmas season, but it also refers to the second coming of Christ. Now, if you said, 
I'm sorry, what? If that's new news to you, I want to break that down a bit as well. Because we are not just hopeful and expectant that we will celebrate Christ and his birth. We are anticipating and expecting Christ to come again, just as he promised. The Bible says we will not know the date or the hour, but simply to be ready. So part of our preparation of our hearts and minds is the anticipation of Christmas, but it's also the anticipation preparing us for Christ to come again. And if I'm honest, I spend about 0% of my time thinking about that. I may think about heaven. I may think about what happens after we die and living in eternity with Christ, but I never think about his second coming. Whenever I do, I assume it will happen in the next few minutes. Like, just because I'm thinking about something now, it means it must happen right away, right? And just because we don't know the day or the hour, it doesn't mean we can't anticipate with hope the future we have with him. He is our hope. Christ, the hope of glory. Regardless of whatever my current circumstances are telling me to feel and to think about right now, I don't have my hope in right now. My hope is in him. And placing my hope in him always lifts me higher. It always lifts my mood, my spirits, my circumstances. My hope is not in myself, in my bank account, in the people around me, in whatever seems to be right in front of me. And for that, I'm thankful. The truth is, my hope is not In him, sorry, the truth is, often, my hope is not in him. My hope is in myself. It's up to me to change my circumstances. It's up to me to keep my kids safe. It's up to me to be in control. My hope is often in myself. But I fall short. On my own, I end up simply in a place of striving, exhausted, trying to hold it all together and make everything perfect. And even though I'm not doing that because I'm a bad person or for bad reasons, when I try and do it on my own, I fall short of the abundant life God wants for me. And I end up empty. I love this verse from Romans 15, 13. It says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I love that it says, as you trust in him. Putting our hope in him is trusting in him. And it says that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. We don't do it on our own, but as we trust in him, as we surrender our control, he is able to work in us. We need to let go of being in control and let him fully work in our lives and deliver the hope he has promised. I want to end each of these Advent episodes with a prayer. So join me if you will. Dear God, thank you that you are my hope. Thank you that you are bigger than the devastation I see around me. Thank you that you came as a baby with the sole mission to seek and save the lost. Thank you that you gave up the comfort of heaven to embrace the uncomfortable and helpless body of an infant. That you did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, 
but you laid down your life for me, despite my sin, despite my brokenness, despite my desire to control. I release my need for control and hope in myself to you. God, thank you for being my hope and my salvation. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you that you are coming back again. I put my hope in you today. Your child. Amen. Well, I hope that this week's episode on hope has helped center you in this crazy busy time as we head towards the Christmas season. Um, I'd love to hear if you are joining me in celebrating um, Advent this year, practicing this um, this practice of Advent. You can find me over on Instagram at Jacqueline.Widener. You can send me a message. And um, I'm excited to be on this Advent journey with you leading up to Christmas. Take care. Thanks so much for listening today. I really am so encouraged knowing how many of you are being encouraged by this message. And if you have found it helpful, would you mind just sharing it with a friend, leaving five stars or even a review wherever you listen to podcasts, podcasts, keeping it super professional. Um, If you want to connect more with me, head over to Instagram where I'm at Jacqueline.Widener. Or if you want some free resources, head over to my website at JacquelineWidener.com. This has been an Extend Network production.